if you're going through something, don't feel bad if there are times where you f- need to feel happy. Mm. Don't feel bad about that. Yes, embrace the sadness that you have, but also try to make sure that there is happiness in your life as well. In this crazy world that we are living in, sometimes all you need is a shot of sanity. Welcome to the show. I'm Aaron Atide, and I'll be your bartender for the evening. Welcome, everybody, to another brand new episode of Shot of Sanity. Uh, my name is Aaron Atide. Uh, it's good to be back and joining me once again to officially, I guess, welcome us back to uh, normalcy. We have the one and only Joyce Spring. How are you doing, Parts? I'm good, Parts. I'm actually really surprised that normalcy and me are in the same sentence in your life. Hey, <laughs> you're, you're part of my normalcy. This is, uh, it's a requirement for my brain to get back to normal and uh, you have to be the one to be there before we head on into anything with me we saw you uh, of course we are referring to everyone in the world you were on like a little bit of a lockdown there how was that like being out of the house for a while you were you were in uh, Batangas or Tagaytay right yeah so i was in uh, i was in Tagaytay for like 2 weeks just staying at home we rested in an airbnb oh um, shut up and it you know what? I had the change of heart. You know, I've always been a city girl, right, Parts? I've yeah. never lived in a province. Even when I would live in other countries, I would always live in the city. But two mm-hmm. weeks in Tagaytay, I was, I was telling myself, you know what? I could do this life. I could do the provincia tahimic away from big buildings and the city life. I could really do that. And I and I feel like a lot of people are feeling the same way. So one of the things that, because my husband's a originally from Santa Rosa, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things that he was saying that his friends who are brokers in Santa Rosa or in other places outside of Metro Manila, they're saying that lands and real estate in places outside of Metro Manila will probably double by next year because a lot of people wow. are looking at leaving Metro Manila and actually living in cities surrounded by Metro Manila, surrounding Metro Manila and working online. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I have a lot of friends that are already doing the same thing as well. Uh, I think that when you look at the adult phase of your life, you could break it down into so many different areas. And I think a lot of people at our age are coming towards the end of their condo living life. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It's like people are finally move, transitioning mm-hmm. into the, okay, we need to buy a house now. Before it was, we need to buy a home now it's we need to buy a house. So it's an actual lot and everything like that. It's it's an incredible moment and milestone for a lot of people to actually buy their own home. And I remember that when Aaron bought, well, when both Aaron and I bought our first condo, our, our first unit, we were still partners on radio. Yeah. That that was yeah. how young we were. And and I remember I remember this is how young you were, parts. We were having this conversation. You were like, parts, should I get a condo or a new car? <laughs> exactly. Like those were the things that were like comparable. You can't do that anymore. You can't be like, Can I buy a car? Or a like huge lot mm-hmm. and house in, you know, in Laguna or something like that. So yeah, I understand that. And I've seen a lot of my friends as well start to move out. 
into the Provincia life. And it's actually one of the topics that I wanted to do here on the show. Uh, I have like a couple people lined up that I wanted to talk to about this. So stay tuned for that. Hopefully uh, we can close and get a nice schedule for people that are living the quote unquote Provincia life because I wouldn't mind moving to Baholod and just living there oh 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 but kana tatawa gusto tatawa gusto wala naman malaman kung bakit specifically bacolod yung naisip mo because bacolod has some really nice people uh-huh. uh really good food yeah and it's super chill like that's that seems and you know when you think about it in all honesty, it doesn't matter which province. All provinces are pretty chill, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's true. And especially living in the Philippines. I think just being an archipelago and having 7,100 plus islas sa mahal kong Pilipinas means mm-hmm. that we've got so many places to choose from that will be extremely beautiful, affordable, and um, that will still give you a great quality of life because, you know, Philippines, are, we're, we're growing in our economy, though it may sometimes feel like it's not that way. <laughs> yeah. And if we can't get out of the country uh, and try and live a better life, why not live outside of the city where it might be a little bit less congested? You are absolutely right. Okay, so I have a question for you. Parts, let's be honest. You're very, very honest and vulnerable in this podcast. Mm-hmm. You're going through so much right now and yeah. you're living alone. You know, you just lost a loved one. Is is it a time for you specifically that you're really seriously considering kind of making a big change in your life because that always seems to happen when big things all of a sudden happen in someone's life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the way that I see it because is when something big happens or you want something big to happen, mm. you kind of have to change the scenery yeah. Or something around you to be able to get on and start that next phase of your life. It's kind of like to put it into to some terms that people might uh, be a little bit more relatable to. You know how when some girls go through a breakup, they go through their haircut. Yeah. They'll have this big transition. They'll color their hair. They'll change it to something really, really Relax. short. But you want to do something different. So it kind of like sets, it's kind of like when, you, when you're reading a book and there's like a chapter four yeah. and then it kind of like breaks the book and it starts something new. And I think that that's kind of the transition that we're in, whether you've lost a lot of one or there's just something that's in your life that you want to change. And you want it to. You want to start brand new. You want to start fresh as much as possible. Whether it is getting a haircut or buying a, a new car, and or you know buying a new house outside of the province or moving outside of the country, you want that big sudden change so that it marks that new change in your life as well. Mm-hmm. So with that, and I think we can transition to it now. I think that the, the one topic that we can talk about here, and, and I don't want it to just mainly concentrate on what I'm passing in my my life, but I, I think that it's something that a lot of people can go through. Uh, our topic for today is if if the last one we did was moving out and moving forward, I think now we should talk about moving on and moving forward. Oh. Um, and this goes for a lot of different segments in our life, yeah. whether it is moving on from a job, moving on from a relationship, moving on from a friendship, moving on from losing a loved one. 
we always need to continue on our lives for the betterment of ours. And even if it is for losing a loved one, they wouldn't want us to be stuck in that area of our life, just really concerned about their loss. They want us to move on and be better for ourselves. So parts, let's just start it very simple. What is your process? What is your process like when you went through something traumatic or something that put some strain in your life? How do you start your process to completely move on? Ang bigat naman. Agad-agad. It doesn't need to be anything. It could be something really, really, like whether it was from a relationship yeah. or yeah. like even when you, I know it wasn't easy for us to move on from our radio job. Yeah. It wasn't easy for me. But it was a grieving process that we had to do as well. Yeah. I th- uh, so how do you start yours? I think for me, the first thing that I really focus on is, and it's going to sound so cheesy and cliche and simple, but it's really acceptance. Um, mm-hmm. I had to accept that phase and season in my life just as it were. So when I was moving on, for example, from radio, something as simple as moving on from a job, right? Or, okay, here, here's something that I've never talked about publicly about okay moving on from not being renewed for the show that i was supposed to be hosting and um this show is actually um something that was one of my biggest breaks on tv and we i had the first season and then the second season they already gave us the schedule they already blocked it off we had the contract already we signed everything And then all of a sudden, this other team of hosts became very popular and the network decided that they were just going to chuck us out and choose the more popular team to host that show that I was supposed to be hosting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the very beginning, I really felt so many horrible negative things. Like I felt like I was inadequate. I felt like I was cheated on. I felt like I didn't get the chance that was supposed to be given me. But the way that I moved on from it is I really had to accept that that show, though it was really important, was only a part of who I was and is not the entirety of my being. And I respected that show. I loved that show. I cherished that show. And and you know me, I love the work that we do. But Mm -hmm. I also had to separate myself from this thing in my life, from who I am actually. And I think that's that's how most people go through with moving on. How about you, Parts? I mean, it's only been a couple of days. To be completely honest, if you're wondering why it took this many days, uh, last night was the last novena of my dad. Mm. So I wanted to wait the nine days. I wanted to do all of the prayer and the masses with my family. I wanted to pay respect to what I lost before I started to accept everything else uh, that came along with it. We've talked about this on the show. When you give it a name, you take away its its power. And I knew I was going through sadness. I knew I was going through grief. I didn't want it to be me just you know, looking past and saying, no, I'm fine. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be okay. It's, it's completely, I'm, you know, there's nothing to worry about. I wanted to make sure that I went through that process and I gave it, I gave it a name. And 
ever since last night after the last novena, I felt so much lighter. I I knew my dad didn't want me to completely wallow in my sadness and you know lose a lot of the things that um, that he was proud of me for. Yeah. And after that, I I'm beginning the process of letting my dad go and letting him embrace his time with his creator. Like that's that's what he would have wanted, you know, to to honor him and not just be sad about it mm-hmm. and continue on the legacy that he that he laid out for me ever since I was a young a young boy. And that's really the same way it has been. I know what it's like to be in your seat to lose a job to somebody that was in the favor more of your bosses. And it's the same grieving process for me. I mean I I knew I was I was powerless to that. It was there's nothing that I could do. I just had to accept that. And I think that you're right. Acceptance is always the first step. When you're accepting that there is a higher power, that you cannot change the way that things are, that is the start of understanding and moving forward from it. How important is accepting that you are powerless to it? Because I know me and you, we're the same. We're fighters. Yeah. You take something away from me, I'm going to fight you <laughs> till I get it back because I'm never going to give up. But there are some things that you can't fight that you just have to accept. What is that like for you? I mean, what is that process like? So when I was a kid, um, my mom had this quote that was plastered in her home. I think it's from Rainhold Neighbor that says, Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, can the courage change. to change, change, change the things, things, I can, things I can, and the wisdom to know the, to know the difference. That is known as the serenity prayer. Oh, is it? I didn't yes, know that. Yes. So yeah. we we had that hanging around in our house and, you know, it stuck with me. I was 10 years old when I first read it and it stuck with me this whole time. And it just, you know, I think one of the reasons why it's harder for some people than others to move on is it's because of our perception and the way that we see ourselves. For us, it works that we're a fighter it's easier for us to accept things that we cannot change and change those that we can and, and have the courage to know the difference because we can actually be strong enough to know the difference. Mm. We can accept that this is yeah. the reality of things, that sometimes mm. things don't go your way and that's okay. Sometimes there are things that you can control and change and you know you can steer it towards your the direction that you want it to. But then there are also times when you really absolutely absolutely have no power over it. And I think the reason why it's easy not much easier, the reason why we're able to to go through and process these things is because the first thing that you have to do is is really see the reality of life. Um, to be human is to suffer, right? To be human is to experience pain. And some people would would counter and say that, you know, how how is that to be human? I mean, I, I wish there was no pain in life. I wish there was there was no hurting or death. But if you don't have that, you have nothing to compare it to with everything good that's happening in your life, yes. there's no standard between good and bad if there's no bad. If you're saying that there are bad things that happen, that also means that you're saying that there are good things that happen on the other pers- on the other side of the spectrum. So how I do it is over time, 
you know, I let myself grieve and process, surround myself with people who have gone through the same thing and ask mm-hmm. for their advice. You know, there's always wisdom to be found in books and in people who have gone through the same situation as you. And other times, I just let myself be. There are days talaga and, and situations where you're just like, I cannot accept this, not right now. And my faith is a huge part of my life. And sometimes, you know, my husband and I have been dealing with a lot of rejection the past few weeks. And we've been dealing mm-hmm. with a lot of problems. As you mentioned, we were in quarantine. We lost jobs. We've been struggling with a lot of work things. Um, and we just sometimes have to look at God and say, Lord, di ko magets ang hirap masakit mm. and nasasaktan ako medyo galit ako ngayon pero I'm gonna trust you and know that your plans are better than my plans that's it how about you yes yeah. uh, I love that you brought up the serenity prayer because that was um, something that my dad taught me also what um, really yeah that, uh-huh. that was that was really that was really cool because <clears throat> that was a prayer that my dad would say all the time um, because my dad didn't have it well well off either. My, my dad had his had his faults, but he would always go back to that. It, it, it's just amazing how that was worked in. <laughs> like that was that was really a <laughs> hi, shocker Tito. for me. <laughs> I, yeah, hi dad. Uh, thanks for for uh, jumping on the show. Um, I agree that it's it doesn't happen immediately, and I think that. The more you want it to happen immediately to accept to accept the way that things are when you when you don't want to accept it when you're no I, I I you know I can't I'm I'm not gonna allow this and yada 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 you're you're gonna harp on bad things that happen to you in your life that's when it takes longer for you to move on from them mm, when yeah. when you don't want to accept the things that um, that you cannot change you know mm. I mean that's when things get a little bit more difficult and i know that there are things that we don't want to and and you're right there are things that we just like god why is this happening why you're supposed to be on my side why is this you know difficult but we've been through so many of those different parts and we're still here yeah god gives us um some challenges life gives us a lot of challenges but we're still here yeah i mean we're we're here and we're gonna stay here until he says otherwise and i think that that was the one learning that i had the most um this entire process where it was i was asking why why of course did this happen like what why would god put me through this and Mm -hmm. then i realized that there was so much good that came out of this yeah um as something that was so terrible and so traumatic in my life a lot of good came from it where I saw faces during the my dad's novena talking about him and such laughter mm. and joy in their eyes with tears coming down uh, of love and I never saw that before. Yeah. I didn't I didn't expect that and I saw my cousins, some that I haven't seen in in years, some that I haven't talked to in years. We all came together. I heard from friends that I didn't expect to hear from. I heard from friends and kind of um, shocked me that they were still alive. That they were there for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So when you go through when you go through things in your life, whether it is a breakup or losing a job, like we said, or anything big, uh, and we go back to how it was at the start of the quarantine. We said it then, and and it applies in all of these different aspects of your life. 
the ones that really belong in your life will stay. They will be there when you need them. And um whether it's a quarantine or anything big, it's really it really shows when you are your most vulnerable, that's when the people that hold you dear in their hearts and you hold dear in theirs. Um it really shows. Yeah. And you know, when when we had lunch, um, <laughs> lunch ba yun? Parang half a day tayo magkasama. Uh, parang ganon. <laughs> and and you, see, this is this is the craziest part of it. If there are two people that are so praning to go out and you know have <laughs> lunch and be around other people in this type of <laughs> pandemic, it's me and you. And we haven't seen. We were talking about. We haven't seen each other since Feb uh, since March, the yeah. day. Before the lockdown, mm-hmm. like it is so crazy that we saw each other the day before the lockdown, but on your birthday, on my birthday, and you know it was such a a, a great image of our friendship that it doesn't matter if you needed me, it doesn't matter if I needed you, we were there yeah. for each other. I knew that I needed you more in that moment. And it did not. Nothing in this world would have stopped you from being there for me. And that, and that day where we just sat down, laughed about life, and and the funny circumstances, you know, that's what you need. yeah, that they. Oh that yeah, we, the we only things in. that happened to me and you. <laughs> only God. But okay, but actually, parts you 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 make a great point, and and I think that's another thing that we could talk about here with moving on and actually moving moving on with with everything that you're experiencing human connection is so important yes. human connection is so important um i was telling you about the story of a of a person in one of our groups who unfortunately um took their own life and um i remember that some people a lot of people were saying that ah that's why pala this person was asking to go for you know, coffee to talk on Zoom mm-hmm. because they were going through this really deep and and dark and difficult situation and season in their life. And they were actually asking for help. <clears throat> yeah. But nobody was there to be present for them. And honestly, I think right now is a good reminder. This season, this time, um, it's a great time for you to really make yourself available for people. And yes. moving on from a difficult situation, whether it's losing a job, losing a loved one, or or whatever. Being th- in a pandemic. Yeah, being in a pandemic. Living alone while being yeah. in a pandemic. The, the thing that you really need is human connection also. Apart from faith in God, apart from, you know, all of these things that we already talked about. It's finding people who will be there for you to just listen to you because you know what honestly just having some with with Aaron and myself we were laughing about this because I think the reason why we were actually able to go through the pandemic and and survive it as far as now is because we had each other we had we talked almost every day every day during the beginning of the quarantine and almost every day now and we have uh, we have friends that are constantly checking up on us and you need that if you want to move on from a difficult yes. situation this is a great opportunity for everyone that is tuned in that might not be feeling that they need to move on from anything. Try and look and see at some of your friends that might be a little shy to ask for help because it's not easy to ask for help. Yeah. It's not easy to show vulnerability. So keep a very close eye to some of your friends that 
might be asking for help in other ways without actually using their words, uh, using other cues to try and see if anyone is there for them. So look at your friends, look at, at anyone that just might need a, hey, do you want to grab a drink tonight on Zoom or something like that? And just have a conversation with them. The one thing that I realized the most is that we don't know the struggles that other people are going through. People are going through their lives and we don't understand the demons that they are fighting themselves mm. within them. So sometimes as a friend, you have to be the one to go out there and check up on them mm -hmm. because that is what a friend does. And, and don't do be afraid with, to be annoying. Yeah, yeah. And don't do it just to be able to get something out of it either. Yeah. I mean, do it just because you are a friend. So I hope that uh, this makes some sense to some people that if you don't understand why some of your friends are feeling down or anything like that, this is your opportunity to try and find out. Mm. Yeah, so a lot of people have a hard time explaining the pains that they're going through. And sometimes, like when, when me and Joyce had lunch or late lunch, half a day with each other, <laughs> we really only talked about my dad for maybe about a good two hours. Yeah. We were together for about six. Yeah. I, I didn't even realize it was six hours. <laughs> yeah, Diva. Right? I mean, we had so many other things to talk about because you knew that I needed to talk, to, uh, talk about my dad. I needed to talk about what I went through. I needed to talk about the emotions that were running through my body and my head and my, and my heart and my soul. But at the same time, you knew I needed a break from it as well. Great point. Parts, this is what other people, whether you're the one moving on or the one who's being present for the one who's moving on, something that you have to remember, it's okay to talk about it. And you, you should talk about it extensively. Like Aaron and I talked about it for two hours. But it's mm. also okay to think about other things that you could talk about. Because distraction is yes. not a bad thing. No, it's not. People can sometimes feel, feel guilty na I'm taking my heart and my mind away from the loss that I just experienced. Maybe that means that I'm disrespecting the person that I just lost, you know? Maybe that means that I'm not honoring their memory enough. But you know what? As Aaron said earlier in this episode, your, your per, the, the person that you lost, his dad, would want him to live a life that's filled with joy and his legacy moving forward. So... Mm -hmm. Talk about it extensively, but don't be afraid to explore other things that you could think about, talk about, discuss, and actually allow yourself to enjoy time with your friends because that's not a bad thing. It's actually the first process, first step for you to start your process of moving on and, and getting yourself up again, diba? Absolutely, because I have my friend, I kind of segmented it. Mm -hmm. Like I have my friends that I know we, I will have really, really like meaningful conversations about the loss that I had or whatever I was going through. And then I had friends that I knew, okay, they are not the type that would be a little bit more open to talking about these kinds of things. So I knew I would just talk to them more and it would be like my distraction. Yeah. Um, whether it would be like my friends that I would play Call of Duty with, where I knew I went in, like if I would jump into the game, I knew no one would ask me a single question about it mm. because they knew that their job there was to distract me, to show me that I can be happy in a moment of sadness. Because like you were saying, you can't appreciate this, the things that are bad in your life without the things that are good. And you can't 
you you can't appreciate the things that are good in your life without the things that are bad. So I kind of built like a system where it was, okay, I need a distraction. I need to feel a little bit pulled away from my sadness. Mm. So I would go there to those friends. Or if I needed to really talk about more of my pain and the things that were going through my mind, I went to these different friends that would help me get through that. And then there are those that are right smack in the middle that can do both. And, you know, I knew I knew that as well. So if you're going through something, don't feel bad if there are times where you need to feel happy. Mm. Don't feel bad about that. Yes, embrace the sadness that you have, but also try to make sure that there is happiness in your life as well. Beautifully said, Aaron Atide. So how are you now? Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm, you know what? Going through the novena and hearing everyone's eulogies for my dad. (laughs) It was funny because uh, last night it was, so like the first few nights, it was all family. It was his friends from uh, the time that he spent with his like alumni association and talking about who he was in the past in all, in all honesty, the past 22 years of, of my dad's life. But right before that was a stage of my dad's life where he had some amazing friends and they were telling stories about my dad with his sobriety. And, you know, it was such a great, um, great night to hear stories where I had my friends in the novena and they were they didn't talk. They were just there to listen. And all of the stories in the past two days were just stories that... If you would have substituted my dad's name for me, it would have been the same thing. Wow. And Is that what your friends yeah, also said? Yeah. So when I said, because we did like a final thank you to everyone that went. And I th- I said, thank you to my friends that were there. Um, and I said, um, I just want to thank my friends for being there because, uh, I, and I know that they were hearing some stories and thinking that they were stories about me. <laughs> But they were using my dad's name, mm. and they all texted me, and they were like, "Oh my god, yeah!" Like oh, <laughs> we were telling each other, "Parang quote unquote, talaga may pinagmanan tong si A." No, I mean it was really just like that. So I know my dad's not here, but in in person. But my dad is with me because I am my dad on so many different levels. Mm. Whether it's the good things or the bad things, I'm him. So I know my dad would have wanted to get back on the horse and you know get back to living the life that um that he would have wanted mm-hmm. for me so that's why we're here right now doing this and getting back to normal so i hope anyone that is going through any grief you find the love and the light that you're that you need um so you can get back to living your life to the fullest because the one that you lost would have wanted it that way so there you go Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up this episode of Shot of Sanity. Thank you to Joy Spring for always being there, not only on the show, but Love as a you, person. Bartz. I'm always here for you. Proud of you. You're crying again. Damn it. All right. We're out, everybody. Peace and love.